just no. want you to know, like, if you are still using marijuana and you are not drinking, that's okay. Yeah. It's normal. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one. And I actually remember when I first found out like that this was a thing, I was like, holy shit, like I'm not alone, which I mentioned earlier, but I don't know. I just felt like this sort of pressure when I started sharing online to like be sober and Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And we're going to be talking about what it means to be Cali sober today, which is a term I actually read in an article a couple years back, and I instantly kind of identified with the term. Um, So yeah, we're just going to be talking about my experience with that today and kind of what that means and diving into all like the stigmas and stuff like that associated with it. So So I had like no idea what Cali sober meant Mm -hmm. um obviously when I when you told me what it meant I was like oh that makes sense yeah but like I don't think I had ever heard it before Mm -hmm. to be quite honest yeah the only reason I had heard it is because I read it in an article about like the sober curious movement and they were talking about different types of sobriety and people who identified as um sober curious and they mentioned Cali sober Mm -hmm. because that's somebody who avoids alcohol but will still use cannabis and it was just interesting because I was like whoa there's other people out there like me Mm -hmm. you know because I never really set out to get sober when I stopped drinking it was more just kind of stop doing like the dumb embarrassing things when I was drinking so Yeah, I don't know. I just think that there's like different ways for people to kind of evaluate their relationship with alcohol. And that doesn't mean half doesn't have to be getting completely sober. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's an important thing to realize is that like, yeah, you weren't getting sober when you stopped drinking. You were just not choosing alcohol to be Mm -hmm. in your life anymore. And I feel like people when you make that decision, especially when you make it publicly like you did on Instagram, um, people just assume that you're sober yeah like they don't actually listen deep to what you're saying Mm -hmm. you know what I mean when you're like I don't drink alcohol they probably think you're stopping everything yeah and that was one of the hardest things I think for me is that when I started sharing about the fact that I don't drink so many people just assumed I was sober which is fine and there were like certain occasions where I would correct people and just say like I don't identify as sober because I still use cannabis but I don't know. It's funny, too, because when I started sharing on social media, it's like I didn't want to share this part of my story. Like, literally, you're the one that encouraged me to share it because I was so nervous about it and like the stigma. And, you know, it's like I'm creating this environment on social media that is like a lot of sober people, a lot of people who don't drink. And it's not that I want to like promote using cannabis, but I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just, I've been so hesitant because it's like I've created this space and like I wouldn't, I know how triggering it can be and annoying it can be when people are talking about alcohol all the time. So it's like, I don't want to be doing that with cannabis Mm. um, in a safe place for sober people. But I do think that it lowers the barrier of entry for people living alcohol free. And that's why I decided to kind of share about it. So that's kind of what makes it so difficult to share your story publicly though, like on a platform, because 
your story is not going to be exactly the same as someone else's. Like someone else might have cut out everything Mm -hmm. and they might see your story and they might get offended by it, even though that's not what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the line of like where you're probably going to offend some people by saying that you still smoke weed, Mm -hmm. but then you are also opening the door to that person that does still smoke weed and is wanting alcohol out of their life. Like it's just really tough because there's Mm -hmm. no way to satisfy you know, the people that are watching for sure. 100%. Yeah. Well, and it's just this kind of middle ground too, because it's really the people in AA and like the sober community that would have that judgment towards it. But I was also really nervous about some of my family. Like I have a little bit more of a conservative family who has a certain view about marijuana, but they celebrate and love alcohol. So I was really nervous to share it and be like, sorry, grandma, I smoke pot. Like, you know, (laughs) like I'm putting this online. My grandma's going to know. So that was like really overwhelming for me as well. But I had actually gotten a message on Instagram from somebody who was like, so do you just prefer weed over alcohol or are you completely sober? And I'm always really direct in those situations. I've never like told somebody I'm sober Like if somebody asks, I'll be honest with you and tell you, like, I still use cannabis. Um, And so I told her and she was like, I feel like you should share that. And she was like, just because I feel like people like me might switch over from smoke or from using alcohol to smoking cannabis. And while I don't agree with like stopping one substance for the other, I Mm -hmm. just kind of realized like this is somebody who wants to reevaluate their relationship with alcohol but she doesn't want to get sober. So yeah, that's kind of where I was like, okay, rip the bandaid off, like do this share mm-hmm. about it. So I think it's um, interesting too, like somebody like that reaching out to you saying like, oh, well, if you know, if you did share about it publicly, maybe some people would stop drinking and use cannabis instead. But at the same time, you know, you are not trying to like promote being a stoner. Yeah. Like that's not your goal yeah. either. So I think people need to make sure that like, if they do stop alcohol and try cannabis instead from seeing something you post, like cannabis might not work for you either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people just need to definitely take it with a grain of salt and realize like, yeah, just because that's what you're doing. It doesn't mean it's going to work for them, but mm-hmm. it could be worth trying. Yeah, for sure. And not everybody has the same experience with alcohol too, mm-hmm. but there might come a point where you're like, this isn't healthy for me. I realize like that this can increase my risk of breast cancer. It's something I want to like do less of. And so I think that that's kind of when you can integrate and I don't know, maybe make some adjustments. Cause for me, I didn't start smoking when I stopped drinking. Like I've always used cannabis. Yeah. So for me, it was just getting rid of the substance that was causing the most harm and destruction in my life. And cannabis wasn't that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've never woken up the morning after smoking weed and being like, what the fuck just happened last night? Or like regretting anything. Unless, of course, like my food choices the night before from being stoned. That's probably the only thing I've ever regretted from smoking weed. And that's a really nice feeling. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, there's definitely a lot more damage you can do when you're drunk than when you're stoned. Like way more freaking damage. And we've seen it firsthand with each other. Yes. Well, and I always used to smoke when I drank too. Yeah. And literally now I know like that is why I blacked out all Mm -hmm. the time. I mean, I'm sure like the 20 tequila shots, like I'm sure that didn't help. I'm sure that, yeah, (laughs) played a factor. Um, But so many times where I had just a couple and 
I'd wake up the next morning and be like, I don't remember like Mm -hmm. half of the Uber ride home, but I didn't drink that much. And a lot of it is because I was using cannabis and I was using alcohol. So I remember when you told me that, that like smoking weed while drinking increases your chance of blacking out. Didn't you say that caffeine does the same thing or something or Um, similar, or does it just heighten your drunkenness? I, I feel like you there know, was something with there caffeine. There was something about caffeine, but you know what's funny is I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. I know a lot of people think that caffeine will sober you up. It won't. Yeah. See, I feel like that's how I thought about weed mm-hmm. when I would drink because weed like calms me down and like makes me like tired and like that kind of thing. And so I just assumed if I'm drinking, if I smoke weed on top of it, mm-hmm. I won't be a complete mess because yeah. I'll be tired chill. and chill but it's like but then I black out so mm-hmm. then I still do ridiculous things so yeah it never worked out yeah I wanted it <laughs> no for real and I think the thing with um caffeine is that it it is a stimulant so when you have caffeine in your system when you drink I don't think your body like recognizes the effects of alcohol as much so mm-hmm. you can drink a little bit more sense. and then you get a little bit drunker I think that that's what it was but yeah I know it's so wild. So what are like, what are the reasons that you chose to keep cannabis like in the lineup? So because it never made me do anything I regret, Mm -hmm. like you kind of mentioned. Um, And it just wasn't something that I was like, I need to get rid of this. You know, I think it would have been really hard probably to think about removing alcohol and cannabis like at the same time. Because I I will say I did use cannabis a lot in the beginning, like when we'd go out, like you and I would go Mm -hmm. to a bar or something and I'm not drinking, being able to like smoke or just say, you know what, I'm fine. Like, I'm just going to smoke tonight instead. I mean, it felt a lot easier for me. And when I did share my experience too on Instagram, somebody else said that as well, that cannabis allowed her to like have a valid reason to not drink. And not that, not that like that is the only valid reason not to drink but it's sometimes people understand it a little bit more they're like oh no like you're fine like you don't need a drink because you're gonna smoke or whatever Well, it's one of those things though too that's like it almost makes you upset that people are reacting that way at the same Mm -hmm. time right because like they're not bothered by you passing on alcohol because you're still choosing something else Mm -hmm. whereas if you weren't high either and you weren't drinking, they would probably yep. be like, what are you like? What are you doing? Like, why are you here then? You I know. know what I mean? Like, it's still mm-hmm. normalized because you're smoking weed. Yep. And you're just choosing that over alcohol. In the mm-hmm. moment. So it's kind of interesting to think about. No, it is. I mean, it is really interesting. And those social things and like the social norms and things like that, that's what you have to figure out in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's like really freaking hard, especially if like you're socially anxious, like you're used to like having something to like loosen up or whatever. So if you're introverted, like mm-hmm. in both of us, <laughs> <laughs> even though. So if you're introverted, I'm sure smoking pot in public like would not help you. <laughs> yeah, I was never a big like social smoker for that reason. Because yeah, I was even more quiet when I was stoned. I remember some experiences with you like back in like the high school days. <laughs> Oh my God. Are you talking about the bathroom experience? Yeah. Jessica (laughs) took, I don't even know how many hits off of this blunt, but then she spent the rest of the time in the bathroom with her head over the toilet. Yeah. So I remember I wasn't nauseous, 
But the bathroom was like the safest place at the party, right? Mm -hmm. Because the least people are in there. And so I made you go to the bathroom with me. And I remember for some reason, the only thing that would make me not feel completely baked out of my mind was staring at the white porcelain (laughs) toilet in front of me. So it was like I wasn't going to puke. But I just was staring at that toilet for I don't know how fucking long we were in there. I remember people kept time. banging on the door and you were like, mm. we're busy. Or like, you know, like shooing them away. And I'm like, don't let them in. Don't let them in. God, that was yeah. horrible experience. That is so freaking funny. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. It's like you can still have scary experiences with cannabis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like cannabis isn't a completely safe alternative Mm-mm. it's nope. totally dependent on how you react to it like you know me personally i do smoke weed but there has been times in my life where i've smoked too much weed mm-hmm. and i have felt terrible yeah never the next day thank god because it doesn't give me that hangover effect but definitely in the moment of i've been like i'm way too stoned and i'm uncomfortable mm-hmm. i think if you are an anxious person too yeah it can create more anxiety depending mm-hmm. on what kind of weed you smoke oh for sure that is also okay so we are going to do a whole episode on cannabis in general so i don't want to dive too deep into like the specifics mm-hmm. but i do think it is important for people to know if they are listening to this and they're like okay maybe i should try to smoke weed instead of drink alcohol I do think it's important to know that you do need to find the right weed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that that's the thing, too, is that it's going to be different for every single person. And I know people who are like, I'm the complete opposite of you. I'm totally fine drinking alcohol. But when it comes to smoking weed, like I just can't. Damn. And I mean, yeah, it's interesting, but... I don't know. I think that that's the cool thing is that we all kind of have our unique experience and we got to figure mm-hmm. out what's going to work for us. And I don't know. That's why I want to share this experience is because what works for one person may not be what works for everybody. Mm-hmm. So and if you listen to this and you try it and it doesn't work for you, don't come after us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even <laughs> want to say like stop drinking smoke, smoke instead. I just no. want you to know like if you are still using marijuana and you are not drinking, that's okay. Yeah. It's normal. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one. And I actually remember when I first found out like that this was a thing, I was like, holy shit, like I'm not alone, which I mentioned earlier. But I don't know. I just felt like this sort of pressure when I started sharing online to like be sober and to like, yeah. I don't know. I've put the pressure on myself though too a lot. And so many times I've actually gone through the thought process of like, should I quit smoking? Like, mm. should I get totally sober now you that I don't gone drink? through that a few times? Yeah. And I like, I've put this pressure on myself and then I feel bad about it. And I like, I don't know. It just, I've even gone like 30 days without smoking. Like last dry January, I didn't smoke. And I don't know. It was, it was a challenge for mm-hmm. sure, but I do feel like it was a really good experience for me to go 30 days without it and just kind of see what it was like see how I felt um yeah it gives you a chance to like reevaluate the situation and see if it is something that you do want to keep in yeah like a lot of people do with dry January when they give up alcohol so yeah yeah Yeah. um I did want to (laughs) share so there were a couple of comments that people shared when I actually opened up and shared this on Instagram and not like negative ones. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is this going to be bad or is this going to be no. good? Okay. <laughs> but one person she did share, she was like, I still use cannabis too, but I'm really quiet about it because AA isn't about that. And she was like, but I've never ruined my life 
over cannabis mm-hmm. or I've never almost ruined my life over cannabis. hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said it doesn't cause me to want to relapse or anything like that. And so I just think that it's cool that like you can evaluate like your triggers, what's going to work for you and make make a decision based on that. So yeah. And that is so true. Like cannabis has never made me feel like I'm ruining my life. And it also smoking weed first has never made me be like, I feel like taking 10 shots now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Most of the time I'm like, where are the fucking Oreos? Yeah. Like, let's just go straight there. Let's just stay in. We're not going out. Like parties canceled. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're watching new girl. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I did actually have one person asked me to like my preferred method of consumption. Oh yeah. That's a good question. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like this. So I'm going to, honestly, I smoke out of a bong most of the time, but I would say that my preferred method of consumption is edibles. There are these like sour straws from a brand called Flav that they sell at the dispensaries in Washington state. You know what? I just realized we didn't mention that this is legal where we live. <laughs> Cannabis is totally legal in Washington state. So we can literally go to a store and buy it. So we're just not a disclaimer. Going against the law right now. Yeah. I don't oh have God, a drug so dealer. Funny. Don't worry. <laughs> we're not buying it from the guy down the street. Yeah. Um, but I do love edibles. Sometimes a lot of people have bad experiences with edibles. Like me. I've definitely had one before as well. Um, and then I was like, I never want to do that again. But can I can I just say like my experience with that really quickly? Yeah. Because I think it's important for people to like know I don't do good with edibles. Mm-hmm. And I've told you that like edibles screw me up. And what I've realized, this is what I'm pretty sure the reason is that they screw me up is because they are a food item and they do have like ingredients in it that yeah. I'm not supposed to like consume. So when I eat a bunch of edibles, not only do I get high, I get my body reacting to every single ingredient in that edible. And so it's like a terrible high because obviously it's sour straws. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like you're eating fucking broccoli. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you put some cannabis on some broccoli, maybe I will consume it that way. But like I can't, I'm not supposed to eat sour straws. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like something I think that's important if you are somebody that has like food allergies Mm -hmm. or intolerances. Do be careful because it can give you a bad high. Yeah. And it'll actually be fun to kind of go over like your favorite brands and stuff like that you use for your chronic illness when we do the follow up. episode. Yes. Stay tuned for that episode. I'm so excited. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention there are quite a few celebrities who are like Cali sober, people who don't drink but still use cannabis. And I actually found out the other day that one of my favorite comedians is also Cali sober. And I was like, I freaking love her. She is literally like me in a nutshell. It's Nikki Glazer. If you don't know who that is, go watch her stand-up specials on Netflix. They're freaking hilarious. Yeah, she's amazing. She's so like, the things that she says are so vulgar that I love it. I have never related with a human being more. (laughs) She hates dancing. She talks about what a horrible dancer she is. She doesn't drink. Um, I swear there are just so many things that she says that I'm just like, this is me. Like, it's totally me. Did you listen to her podcast episode that she was on that I was talking to you about? No, I haven't listened yet. You need to go listen. I know. 
I love her. Because there's a lot of things that she says in her, like, podcast interviews that definitely remind me of you. Really? Like, yeah, just, like, she has, like, anxiety about, like, um, like, well, I feel like this is me, too. She has anxiety about, like, um, dating in general. And a lot of the things that she says, I was like, holy shit, like, I have that problem, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was just really interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't know that she didn't drink. Mm-hmm. She, I had no idea. She's, like, nine years without alcohol or something crazy. Yeah. And so when she said that, I was like, holy shit, does Haley know this? I know. <laughs> it's like her favorite comedian. I know. <laughs> I swear she is just like me. Even the stories she tells about sex and like stuff mm-hmm. and like blowjobs. Yep. I literally cannot handle it. I think it's the funniest thing I've like ever. So, yeah. so funny. Okay. Who else? Was there other somebody Um, else? No, that's the only one that I wrote down because okay. she's my favorite. Yeah, but she's the best one. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I did also want to mention... Because I didn't really mention this within the episode. For some people who identify as Cali sober, they will still use psychedelics as well. So like mushrooms or things like that. I bet you Jordan Younger, the balanced blonde, she's technically Cali sober. Yeah, she is. Because she'll do psychedelics. I don't know if she uses cannabis, but she doesn't drink alcohol either. So yeah, I don't know if she uses cannabis, but she does the psychedelics and she does ayahuasca, ayahuasca mm-hmm. or whatever. So. Yeah. Interesting. And th- it's it's just a lot of people kind of like take the approach of like plant medicine or like mm-hmm. using these things to treat anxiety or PTSD or trauma and stuff like that. And for a lot of people who maybe have abused alcohol in the past, it can be something that's beneficial if you kind of know what you're doing and you figure things out. So there is one Instagram account that I wanted to suggest that you check out if this is a topic that interests you and you want more information on strains or maybe microdosing mushrooms or psychedelics. There's an account called Sober Saturdays with a Z at the end. I'm not following this, but I'm going to be after yeah. this. <laughs> the uh. girl's name is Katie. And honestly, she takes criticism online because she shares. Oh, I'm sure. She shares that she's sober, like that she doesn't drink, but she still uses cannabis mm-hmm. and psychedelics. And She's somebody who I was following because I was like, this is cool. It's nice to like have the validation to know I'm not the only one. But it was a big reason that I was nervous to share about it because I saw some of the comments that she would get and stuff like that. So I did just want to suggest that you guys follow her. I will tag her in the show notes too so you can get some more information on that. I think it's also important that you guys follow Haley in general. <laughs> I know she's not going to do a plug for herself, so I will do a plug for her. Um, it is at Haley Deekel. That is D-E-K-L-E. Just follow her on Instagram. Yeah. I will. Obviously, obviously, she talks a lot about Cali Sober. So. Yeah. I'll definitely be sharing a lot more about this too um, and just kind of my experience, some of the things that I've struggled with, some of the things I've done to overcome it. Um, all of that stuff. Yeah. So. And this is like our first like dive into even talking about this. Like yeah. you did your first Instagram post on this mm-hmm. a week ago. Not even. Maybe. Yeah. And so like if people listening to this want to know a lot more and have like questions, please reach out to us and let us know because this is obviously a topic that you're going to continue to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to know like what exact questions people want answered. Yeah. For sure. And I also, I want to mention, I did share this previously and this podcast is one of the only places that I felt comfortable like opening up enough about it back in episode 12 of the five things or of the things the internet doesn't know about us episode. I did spill that I'm Cali sober. So some of you may already know this. That's true. 
Yeah. The day one listeners already, <laughs> know, already know this. Yeah, for sure. So if you guys have any questions, though, feel free to let us know. And we obviously want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Clean Craft. Yeah. Which I feel like fits really well with this episode because they are non-alcoholic beverages that have hemp extract in them. Now, there is no THC, so they're not going to get you high, but they use CBG in nootropics to kind of help boost your mood, um, help you relax, unwind, all of that good stuff. So Yeah, they make me feel really good. I use them often. Um, I like to drink them in the evening time. I think I've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's something that, especially if you're somebody who's used to go for like a glass of wine in the evening or, you know, a glass of whiskey or a beer, I used to be that person that would drink beer after work, um, obviously way before I got sick, <laughs> but like now I can drink a clean craft after work or after, yep. at the end of my day. And it does really like help chill me out and yep. like take the stress of the day away. So yeah, shout out to clean craft for sponsoring us. Yes. Make sure you check them out through our Amazon site in the show notes. All right. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.